You are listening to Off the Stage, the dance competition podcast with dance judges Caitlin Elledge and Amy Howard on our hip hop episode. Hello, hello, welcome back. I am Caitlin, and with me I have Amy. Hi, friends. <laughs> Did you forget that was your cue? <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> and I, this is. I was, I'm sorry, I was really into the intro music. I really like it. Insert birds chirping. Yes, it's my new jam. Okay. I actually did some vocal. Oh, my throat's been kind of. Scrap, not scratchy, but kind of hoarse this morning, so I did my vocal warm-up to mm-hmm. the intro music, mm-hmm. so I was into that intro music. <laughs> Gosh, you're a nut. Um, all right, so today's subject is hip-hop. I'm yes. so excited. I know. Yes. My mom and I, Amy and I, both teach uh, at the studio that she owns, and she is a as we covered in last week's introduction episode, she's a self-taught hip-hop choreographer and dancer. So we are a big hip-hop studio. Love, love, love hip-hop. I love doing it. I love teaching it. So we're going to jump right in. We're not going to waste any time. Um, As judges, we are far and few between when it comes to hip-hop judges, just because you will... Come across some hip-hop judges here and there, but mostly you're going to find ballet, jazz, contemporary, tap-based judges. So when a hip-hop routine comes across the stage, I get so excited. So as judges, mom, who train, teach, dance in hip-hop, what are some of your Mm -hmm. do's and don'ts for the stage? Hmm. I I think, okay, hip-hop originated back in the late 60s, early 70s, you know. On the and, streets. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> but, um, so it's been around for a long time. My studio growing up did not do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, it was just a small town and it just really, I guess, hadn't gotten to us yet type thing. You no know, studios back then did. Right, right. It's, it was just a, a different time. But anyway, um... So I think that um, as far, I think my thing is I wish people would stay more to the um, cultural side of hip hop. It it comes from a place um, where it's just very, excuse me, rooted and it just, I, I just wish people would, but I don't know if maybe people don't understand um, I'm more of a groove. I'm more of a uh, let's uh, groove. Just like in ballet, you're going to train your body to do your uh, tendus and your plies and your arabesque and your you know ponches and your enlaces and all that. But it's the same thing with hip hop. So right. you've got to train your body to move in a way that is foreign. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think there's a lot of different styles of hip-hop out there. Mm-hmm. No style is wrong by any means. Mm-hmm. If this particular teacher wants to teach this style of hip-hop, 
that's that's their studio that's them it doesn't mean that it's wrong it's all correct i just would i just love it when a great rooted hip-hop comes across because one of my comments to them because you don't see a lot of hip-hop at competition right and when they come across i sit up in my chair and i'm like oh we got hip-hop okay yeah and i'll say girls if you're gonna bring hip-hop i want you to bring hip-hop right uh i think it's just that getting into the floor uh which is different than a plie getting lower making your body move in a sometimes uncomfortable way Mm -hmm. because it doesn't come naturally Right. But neither does ballet. Neither does tap. You know what I'm saying? It's something that you have to work at. But there's a structure Mm -hmm. with ballet and jazz. Like if you walk into a ballet slash, or not slash, ballet or jazz class, Mm -hmm. you're walking in with a very specific uh, structure. Yes. You have a lot more freedom with hip hop. With hip hop. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why people are scared of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, and in that interesting. Yeah, people are scared of that freedom. Right. You think you know, think about that. Right. It's tell me what I need to do, show me what I need to do, I can do that. Mm-hmm. But okay, over here we've got this freedom. I don't know what to do with that. Right. Right. I, actually, you you do. Mm-hmm. That's where you got to believe in yourself, and you, you got to unleash it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So your dues, one of your dues is get back to uh, more. The roots, the more organic roots, find your groove. <laughs> what are some of your don'ts? My honest opinion, and this is just my opinion, my don'ts, I'm sorry, my don'ts are rhinestones. Mm-hmm. Uh, my don'ts are buns. Mm-hmm. You know, and, that, and that, I'm not saying that's wrong by any means. That's just for me. Just put your hair in a high pony, ponytail. Mm-hmm. Give yourself that freedom of movement. Um you know, with your head, with your hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like um, to see baggy clothes, mm-hmm. I, you know, tights and booty shorts is a don't. Right. Jazz shoes is a don't. Right. Um, you know, if you're going, uh, don't do a skin tight costume. Right, right. You know, if you're going to have skin tight on the bottom, be loose up top with your top, you know, with your shirt. Yes. If you're going to be tight up top, be loose with your bottom. Um, so that's my thing. My, my, my don'ts are don't wear something skin tight, don't wear tights, don't wear rhinestones. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it also depends on the type of hip hop that you're doing. If it's a more, you know, um, sassy hip hop, I can see where some of the teachers want to put that on them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. But could, you could still come in with color right. and do a sassy hip hop, but really not put rhinestones on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm, just at our studio, we're not going to put a lot of rhinestones on our... And as a matter of fact, our, our some of our younger girls this year, they've got a lot of color. Yeah. Um, which is a visual thing. It's very visually good, but... Um, it doesn't scream jazz. Yes, exactly. Right. Thank you. Yeah, I, those, are, those are pretty much... I'll go through mine, but... Yeah, and as far as like the hair in a bun, my thing is that's something almost... It's going to feel restricting. Yes. It's going to feel in place. Mm -hmm. And yes, you want to feel in place with your choreography, but it's such a loose style. Mm -hmm. You want to feel as loose as possible. Mm -hmm. So if you're wearing something loose, if your Mm -hmm. hair is loose or like a ponytail or uh, braided whatever, like a braided um, 
what are they called? Uh, French braids. <laughs> French braids. Mm-hmm. Um, that's still kind of restrictive, but just not a not a slick back, not a slick back right, do. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, I just I think it. That's one more thing that doesn't feel free. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as like the booty shorts and the tights, those are restricting. Mm-hmm. You just the looser you are, the yes. looser your apparel is, the looser your hairdo is, the looser you're going, your body's going to feel, and the mm-hmm. looser your body's going to move. My do's and don'ts do try to do try to groove, do yes. try to, like you said, stay true to the roots of hip hop. My don'ts and I. I'm, I'm going to have more don'ts than do's, but I guess you could take these don'ts and turn them, go the opposite direction and turn them into do's. Don't wear rhinestone chokers, earrings. Um, and that just goes back to it screams jazz. Yeah, cause I feel like when I see that, it's not, it's more of a jazz funk. Jazz, right. You know what I'm saying? Instead right. of like true hip-hop. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. just me. That's just me. And 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 you right. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not going to. I mm-hmm. can't. Uh, that's my personal opinion. I can't take off points, and I'm judging you for that. I'm yeah, not, no, no, I'm not going not. to. No, 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 no. Um, but uh, yeah, I I don't. That's not a preference of mine. Don't wear like you said the restricted clothing. I I don't like ordering out of a dance catalog for mm-hmm. hip hop costumes. Mm-hmm. I like going to like on online. I like Sheen. I like Forever Twenty One. I like um, an Adidas tracksuit. I mean, yeah, just, yeah. It, just <laughs> anything, uh, something as simple as sweatpants and a and a big baggy shirt mm-hmm. um, and a cool pair of shoes. But and then also, I would like to say, don't stay linear. In hip hop, so uh, this is one of my critiques that I give a lot when I'm judging hip hop pieces is in jazz, ballet, uh, contemporary, modern. We have a an X and Y axis that we work off of. Mm-hmm. Everything's very linear. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a vertical and we have a horizontal, and that's where we stay. Um, kind of like. Think, think of like drawing an X and Y axis on, a, on graph paper. I like to say work off of that X and Y axis. Don't, don't stay linear. Whatever linear would be in this genre, do the opposite in hip hop. And I think that's kind of where the groove, mm-hmm. you can, you, you go, your, your brain switches from, okay, this has a place in jazz and ballet and contemporary modern, whatever, musical theater. Now, this also has a place in hip-hop, but it's the complete opposite. But you have a lot more liberty to move. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. So if I were to start drawing circles or arches Mm -hmm. or that's how your brain wants to think hip-hop. So those are my do's and don'ts. As far as costumes, um, I know we've kind of touched on that. I know you and I kind of have different preferences when it comes to hip-hop costumes, what what's your what do you like to see if if you could choreograph a piece right now what would you put on them i personally would put something baggy on them i when i choose costumes i always start with the shoes mm-hmm. got to have a sick pair of shoes <laughs> yeah absolutely. that could be your statement piece you know what yeah. i'm saying um so start with a sick pair of shoes i love baggy uh-huh. i wear oversized clothing 
a lot of my clothing is actually men's. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Just because it's it's bigger. So, and I have my one of my critiques to uh, a lot of the groups that I've, I've judged is if if your teacher will allow it in your studio, wear the baggiest clothes you can to your hip hop class. Mm -hmm. Now, if you can move. But well, because you're gonna move bigger in those baggier clothes, okay? Mm -hmm. You're gonna move in a different way. Yes. In those baggier clothes than you are with booty shorts on and a crop top mm -hmm. or a bra top right. or your tights. Leotard, yeah. If, yes, leotard. If you have to put over uh, over your leotard a pair of sweatpants and a oversized hoodie, over oversized crew neck, do it. Yeah. Um, always practice hip hop in hip hop shoes. Don't do it in your jazz shoes. Don't yeah. do it barefooted. Don't yeah. do it with socks. Uh, you're not going to take a ballet class in jazz shoes. Right. So or same goes for sneakers. <laughs> you're not going to show up to tap without tap shoes. Right. Exactly. So you have to dress the part. Right. And if you do, it will make a world of difference. difference. Yeah. You're going to move bigger. Yeah. So whatever your costume is for the stage, if you show up to class with those baggy uh, pieces on, you're going to move different. You're going to move better. Mm -hmm. Now, there, you still have to see body lines and whatnot. So you may want to do a t-shirt, an oversized t-shirt, and a pair of baggy pants. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like um, I, I would start with a sick pair of shoes. We usually do an oversized t-shirt and a pair of sweatpants. I think our elite group this year's adding a hat. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just something um, uh, which actually they picked out, yeah. which I love it. Yeah. They did so they well together. But... Um, you know, they they understand that I'm going to move by the way I feel. Right. But we also, uh, we've brought them up that way. Yes. As far as when it's time for hip hop, mm -hmm. if, I, if I see them barefooted, which that group would never, but if, if our younger ones come out barefooted or in jazz shoes, I say, do you have your sneakers with you? Right. Yes. Okay, right. well, do you mind going and putting them on for hip hop? Right. Um... But yeah, yeah, and you you like like vests and jackets and stuff too. I love vests. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I love vests and jackets. Um, <clears throat> one time, one of our groups, our hip hop production group, they wore a pair of Converse with fur. Mm -hmm. I was in that dance. Yes, you know when I was boots with the fur. Uh huh. These were Converse with the fur. Converse with the fur. With the fur. Yes, that's what it was. Mm -hmm. Then we did camo shorts. Yeah, I was in harder than the And we did, we did a a winter Puma jacket. We did because I remember thinking I look disgusting. What has she picked out? Yeah, every, and everybody was like, she has lost her mind. Yeah, but I know y'all couldn't breathe. Nope. By the sure end of the but you looked good. Oh, well, that's all that matters. That's exactly. Y'all looked good, and, and I think my thing is, and I I'm just never been a person to want. To really fit in, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. I'm just my own person, and if you like it, great. Mm -hmm. If you don't, it's okay. Right. So I just want to step outside the norm with right. costumes. Oh yeah. And you know, um, one year I had picked out a pair of uh, baby fat knee high sneakers. And mm -hmm. do you remember those? You wore them. I was in that dance as yes. well. Yes. Um, was and they were like cartooned, uh, cartoon. Uh, graphics yeah. all the way up to the knee yeah but it kind of looked like a converse shoe at the bottom and they had sequins on them yes mm -hmm. yes they were flamboyant yes like they yes were, they were out there they were very avant-garde yes yeah. 
and then you wore t-shirts, oversized t-shirts, and you all had, like it said, Caitlin can dance, mm-hmm. or Amy can dance. Mm-hmm. And then I think y'all had black sweatpants. We and did. You, you tucked them into those baby fat, knee-high sneakers. And I remember someone saying, what in the world? <laughs> like, what? I, I'm not sure about this. But after you girls hit the stage, and of course killed it, I remember that same person coming up going, I get it because <laughs> oh my goodness yeah. they were so different yeah and it, yes. there was nobody like nobody, them yeah. they were so different and I see where your vision came to life you yeah. know what I'm saying so yeah. and I'm one of those people that especially judging if you come out there and you're different yes whether you get a high score or not I'm still gonna appreciate you and put you probably put yes. you down for a judges award yes please be different just yes. for being different yes just for not being cookie cutter for something outside the box yes I want to be able to remember you yes a year from now yeah I want to remember there's a girl that I judged last season and I was telling uh, the teens about her last night and I said I'm telling you the story about her because I remember her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. be different. I've got out. one that's coming to mind too. Yep. So, okay. So as far as movement quality um, mm. on the stage, mm-hmm. what do, what, what are your okay. thoughts? Your movement quality with hip hop, you've got to practice it just like any other genre. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, a lot of say ballet dancers uh, that try to do hip hop, I, I've seen them kind of tense up and go, oh, I can't move like that. You mm-hmm. know? But you can. Mm-hmm. At one point, you were learning, you were saying that about ballet. Right. It was a challenge for you. Well, it's always a challenge. It's an ever right. <laughs> challenge. But you you did that. So you your body can, accepted it yes, finally. You can do this. It's just different. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. That's how we grow. Anytime you're doing anything different, anything challenging, you are growing. Right. Now, Absolutely. you may not feel like it. <clears throat> you may not feel like it. You may feel, oh, I can't do this, but yes, you can. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, you literally have to say, for instance, <clears throat> excuse me, I didn't do my vocal warm-ups very good, apparently, oh, because, yeah. <clears throat> because my voice is um, going in and out. Anyway, last week in our <clears throat> technique movement class, excuse me, I had shown our class what we were going to do, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because when I, and it was more popping and locking, okay? And let me interrupt you for a second. You mentioned that was the technique class uh and you uh, did popping and locking with them. We do have a ballet slash technique class. It's a surprise class. It's kind of a grab box (laughs) class. Yeah. We we kind of, and I I like that Mm -hmm. because one day we may go, you know what, our hip hop routines need a little bit of work, so let's go back to what you're about to talk about with mm-hmm. popping and locking and do foundation exercise, yes. blank exercise. Yes. We may throughout the week go, wow, um, this jazz technique is a little rusty. Mm-hmm. We're going to do progressions, yes. jumps, and turns. Mm-hmm. Um, go back to your basics. contemporary routine yes. is the, the technique, and we may do ballet that week. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like that grab box class, yes. the way that we have that in the schedule, because it, it kind of helps us throughout the week look and assess and go, okay, we need to be working on this yes. this coming week. Yes. But anyways, back to what you were saying. That class reminds me of, you know, in Forrest Gump, when he talks about the box of chocolate. <laughs> You never know what you're going to get. You never know what you're going to get. Yes, that is our Forrest Gump class. Yes, that's exactly what that class is. 
You never know what you're going to get. But it's yeah. always a surprise. But some of those girls will show up and we'll, we'll do hip hop and they're like, you can see it in their face. Oh, I didn't bring my hip hop shoes. Yeah, you know, yeah. you got to be prepared, prepared for every class. Uh-huh. <laughs> You've got to be prepared. But anyway. Um, so back to, you did popping and locking. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So when I had shown them what we were going to do, you know, kind of touched on it. You could see their faces like deer in headlights. Like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. And it's almost like a fear. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want them to take that and I want them to turn it into, I can't do that yet. Mm-hmm. Instead of, I can't do that. They freeze. Period. Period. Right. Yes. This goes where it's a convention class, uh-huh. whether you're taking a master class at another studio, right. whether your teacher, you know, has thrown something at you and you're like, I, I-, I can't do that. Whether you're a teen and maybe you haven't touched on something like the old, more advanced dancers are, it's okay, mm-hmm. you know. But th- th- I taught them a combo. They kind of, you know, froze. And I said, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to break it down. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to show you how I got to this point. Mm-hmm. So we start with the lower body. And we do, you know, just the lower body part of what I should have. Okay, then you're going to add your torso. Then you're going to add your shoulders. You know what I'm saying? Or, yes, absolutely. It's Legos. Right. It's a Lego. Yeah. So you're you're going to literally, or we could start with our shoulders. Then we could go to our torso and hips. And work down. Then we could go, yeah, to our feet. But, and then they kind of go, oh, okay, okay. Now, I do a lot of polyrhythm stuff. So I may have uh, one rhythm in my upper body versus a different rhythm you in my do. lower body. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that kind of... It doesn't come naturally to people, no. but it's just like school. You've got to study for an exam. Right. You know what I'm saying? Your, your body is studying for this movement. Mm-hmm. So I want them to understand, don't freak out. Mm-hmm. Um, don't say you can't do it. And if you do say you can't, add the word yet. Right. Because you can do it. You can do anything you put your mind to. But it is. It's a, it's a process. And it's learning how to move your body. And how your body works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are very natural at rhythms and things, whereas a lot of people aren't. They maybe have to work at it a little bit more. Yeah. But everybody has their strengths and everybody has their weaknesses. There's those students where they're younger and I go, she's going to be a hip-hop dancer. Yes, yes. Um, and that's just, I don't know if it's genetics or, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, but, um, but yeah, you definitely have the kids where it comes naturally to them and then you have the kids like me who had to work at it. The first time I did hip-hop, I was in seventh <laughs> grade. Um, not the first time I did it, the first time we really competed with it. And, and that, the only reason that I with you being a hip-hop dancer, that we competed that late with, with it, uh, that I competed that late with it, was because it it, it wasn't a competition. Right. I mean, this right. was the 90s. Mm-hmm. So I think we finally took a hip-hop routine, like, late 90s, early 2000s. Um, and we were probably still one of the only ones, you know? <laughs> we showed up and people went, what in the world? What is this? Um... But I, uh, oh my God, I had to work at hip hop. I have pictures and I am just like, woof, just bombing it. And I always felt out of place doing hip hop. Even as the dance teacher's daughter, I was like, wow, put me in the back on the end. Like I am, I am terrible. I, I felt awkward. I looked awkward. 
but then, but I also wanted to get better at it. So I think it was high school, late high school. I would just go in the studio and, and I would just, I just started moving and improving in a mm-hmm. hip hop style. Yes. Um, and I think that's to really, a different style of music. To a different style of yes. music. And um, I don't even think I looked at myself for a while because I was like, I'm going to embarrass myself if I even look at myself. But um, eventually I would just, I would just study people online and then take, get inspired by their movement quality, go into the studio and put on hip hop music and literally just start moving and and I would see what came out of me. And I think that's what gave me the confidence to start telling myself Caitlin, you're not bad at hip hop. And then once no, I started telling myself you're not bad, right. then it kind of snowballed there and and now you know, I'm choreographing and for hip hop and I consider myself a hip hop dancer and I'm not by any means scared to do hip hop improv. Well, and that's the thing. If these kids, you know with with TikTok these days, mm-hmm. these kids are, you know, in their bedrooms in front of their mirror and they're killing it and they've got all this you know, when they're in their own element of their own house, yeah. you know, they're fine. Yeah. Bring that part of you to the Just studio. Class. You yeah. will not be judged. Oh, yeah. That is your safe place. Mm-hmm. That is what you're there for. And we're going to be your biggest fans. Absolutely. And so that's what gets me is they get in the class and they're like, oh, gosh, I can't. I don't move like that. And, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, honey, I can't put my leg up by your, by, by my head like you can. Right. You know, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, um, if they would take that, like you did, mm-hmm. you said, I'm not bad at this. And that's, that's the thing. What you tell yourself, you're going to, you're going to become. Yeah. So, you know, say, man, that's what I'm saying. I can't do this yet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get this. Yeah. It may take Absolutely. me three months and it may, and it's, it's small. It's stepping stones. It's, it's just small changes in your body movement. Um, and I, I really do think it comes down to the way our brains think about it. Because mm-hmm. our brains know, going back mm-hmm. to this, our brains know ballet has a structure, jazz mm-hmm. has a structure, musical theater, contemporary, modern, tap, point, whatever you're doing, it all has a structure. So if we start, if our brains, and our brains like that structure, our brains kind of freak out when... Uh, it's a blank canvas. So when, um, or a lot of people's do. So, but that's the beauty of it. It is like, it is It's a blank canvas. Make it yours. You it know what is. I'm saying? But for the people that need that structure, yeah. if you will look um, at hip hop yeah. with a structure, start looking at hip hop <laughs> with a structure, like you were saying, okay, I'm going to focus on just bouncing today into the floor bouncing into the floor yes um and then i'm gonna add my shoulders two three four five six now i'm gonna add my torso ha, 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 you know what i mean yeah and 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 building blocks legos right because some of our students um have to have things a certain, certain way. way yes and that that just goes back to the way that people's brains are wired right i am one of the i'm a visual learner I am one of those, let me watch you, and I will try and pick it up. Mm -hmm. But a lot of our students are, no, you have to tell me what the circumference is of the right shoulder versus the left hip and then the right foot. Yes. And is it an angle or is the left uh, leg in, uh, is it bent? Right. Is it in pleas? You know Uh what I'm saying? And I'm like, 
Where is the pinky fingernail, Jared? That's part. Yes. Yeah. And that that's the freedom of hip hop yeah. that you don't have to think that way. But there's nothing wrong with them thinking that way because I should probably think that way a lot more. You know what I'm saying? I should be more um, structured like that. I'm not. I'm just a free, more of a free mover. But if they will give themselves the liberty to just let go, there's no rules here right now. Yeah. You know? And that is, you You, you have to become vulnerable to get yes. there. And yes. finding vulnerability like that when you're 10. And trusting yourself. And is yes. scary. Yes, it's, it is. It's... Um, so I think starting, you know, if you're a, if you can't, if it freaks you out to go in with a blank canvas mindset, go in with a, like I, like we said, I'm going to structure this. And the more you get comfortable, mm-hmm. the more you can kind of rewire your brain when it comes to hip hop in terms of letting go a little bit more mm-hmm. over time so that you eventually can become that dancer that goes in and can completely freestyle a whole entire song. Well, and I, you know, uh, a lot of girls may go into the hip hop class going, oh, I have to take hip hop today mm-hmm. because they're uncomfortable. Right. Change your words mm-hmm. and say to yourself, I get to take hip hop today Mm -hmm. because even though this is going to be hard and it's outside my comfort zone, I'm going to learn and I'm going to be better. Right. You know what I'm saying? No matter if I get the moves right or not, I have succeeded in taking that class and I have learned and I have changed in some way. Mm -hmm. So you can only grow from it. You're not going to fail at it. Right. Right. You're not going to fail at it. So, you know, the worst that's going to happen is it's it's going to help you grow. Exactly. It's, it's going to exactly. make you a better dancer. Absolutely. Whether you think you failed the class or not, right. you're still growing. Right. So that's a win. Right. Um, you mentioned TikTok. I do want to touch on that. So I see a lot of what I refer to as talk hop. It's TikTok hip hop. Mm-hmm. Talk hop. Yeah. I see a lot of that on the stage. Um, that would be one of my don'ts. And I will tell you why. Because there's, and and I do think that this comes from a place of choreographers, they may not feel comfortable teaching Mm -hmm. hip-hop. So they go back to, well, what's trending and let's put that on stage. But if you don't feel comfortable choreographing it, I encourage you to study. Okay, so... I'm obsessed, and I'm going to come back to what I was saying. I'm obsessed with... Me. Yes. You. There it is. I'm obsessed with you. I am obsessed. Um, I, I am obsessed with overseas hip-hop dancers right now. Rinka. They are just sick nasty. Sawakami. Sick. Uh, Yechan. Ani. Sia Jung, um, I probably butchered their names, but I'll tag their Instagram handles in the um, show notes. But if you will just go study, Jordan Grace, she's in America. I think she's based out of Tennessee. These dancers that I just mentioned, their movement quality is so organic. And if and if you if you will study and learn and open up your mind to other things other than what's trending, you will just, you'll, you'll grow so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I say I don't like talk hop because 
there's just so much in hip hop that you can pull from that you I just don't think you need anything that's trending. It's the originality. The originality. Be original. That's yeah. Show up and be original. You know, I probably could have <coughs> just said all of that in one word, which was originality. So it's okay, Will. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. No, I love the way you put that because when I watch those dancers that you just mentioned, mm -hmm. the first thing I think of is freedom. Freedom, yep. Because they are not in a box. Right. And that's what a lot, I think, um, a lot of people, when you, and I think that's why I love hip hop because I naturally am a very shy person, but when I dance, I'm not. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be Miss Amy. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be mom. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be daughter. I don't have to be sister. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be the business owner. Teacher. I don't have to be the teacher. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to be the bill payer. Right. I don't have to be the, I don't have to wash clothes. Right. I don't have to wash dishes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I don't have to do chores. Yep. I get to be my alter ego and nobody can take that from me. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be myself. Yep. And it's a freedom that I wish these kids would understand. understand. But that's what I, when I look at those, you know, these dancers, that's what I think is pretty, they're right. not in a box. And I, going kind of back to structuring hip hop, you're gonna think about a cardboard box, all right? Cardboard box, we take Legos and we stack Legos on top of each other until eventually those Legos fall out of that cardboard box. That's when- Yeah, the box has a top to it. It's right, it, it can open, so. Or it can close. Or it can close. It can close and open. Perspective. So you can only go so far with the box unless you open it. Yes. I was kind mm -hmm. of visualizing building until the top opens. Yes. Gotcha. And then you, your Legos fell out yes. and you're not blocks anymore. Right. Then you're just, you're free. So just kind of the way the, the brain is thinking about hip hop if you're a very like, because so many dancers are structured. Um, if you need that structure mm -hmm. to kind of mm -hmm. feel more comfortable with hip hop, just mm -hmm. kind of structuring your way until you're able to fly away mm -hmm. and be free. Mm -hmm. you, do you remember, that brings me to this real quick. Um, one year in our summer camp, it was a couple of years ago, and I, we had a little student um, named Aubrey. Mm -hmm. And she was, it was her first time she took our summer camp. And she's one of our competitive dancers now. Mm -hmm. And our slogan was, have energy like Aubrey. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? Yep. Because when she danced, she was living life. Yep. And she was not constricted. Uh -huh. She didn't care what anybody else thought. She literally danced from her heart. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So she wasn't in that box is yeah. what I'm saying. She was just, everybody just smiled. Yep. And it was just the greatest gift. You know, yes, and that's that's a great that's a great way to put that because you can going back to kind of like if improving, if you were to get into the studio and improv with hip hop music, and you look like a tornado had gone through someone's house, mm -hmm. that's fine, as long as that tornado has energy. I can work with raw energy. Mm -hmm. I can't work with someone who is not giving me anything. Closed off. If you are closed off, if you have all the energy in the world, but you're sloppy, I can fix sloppy. Right. You're not going to be sloppy Absolutely. in X amount of months. Right. But if you are doing everything correctly, but you don't have any energy, I can't, yeah. I can't do anything for you. That's got to come from within. Right. And that's just, that goes back to, I get to dance, not I have to yeah. dance. Uh -huh. I've got to go to class. I get, get to, to go, go to class. class. Yeah. You've got to change that perspective. Yep. Yep. Yep.
so yeah, talk hop is definitely one of my don'ts. Please don't do the. It's so funny. What is that? that's the? Uh, What's that? The floss. Oh goodness. Yeah, the, the floss. floss. The yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know the names of those things. Well, and and my thing. Yeah, I've had a lot of kids. Bless their hearts. They would. I would do a like maybe be choreographing something or in their dance, and they go, "Oh, Miss Amy, that's from TikTok." <laughs> You're like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, and I just become silent, you know, when I'm like, "No, that's from the '80s." <laughs> okay. Um, so it had to come from somewhere, yep. you know, but, um, and you know, and I have to school them real quick, you know, yeah. and go, but they, they, they're just so sweet. And I, I, I do love that TikTok has brought the world of dance to light. You know what I'm saying? I mean, everybody, even people that, I mean, to me, everybody's a dancer. When people say, oh, I can't dance. I have two left feet, left feet. And I always say, oh, anybody can dance. Right. Everybody can dance. So even people that don't take dance classes or study dance. They're dancing, and I love that about TikTok. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But if you're going to bring it to a competitive stage, you know, be more original. Right, Because when you do that, a lot of other people are doing that also. Right. So then you're getting the same thing on stage. stage. So that's what I'm saying, be be original, um, and teachers trust yourself. You know what I'm saying? Step outside your box. Absolutely. And and find something because you may have something inside of you that you didn't realize and you're like, oh my goodness, I really have this niche. You know what I'm saying? I I can do this. So you're learning something about yourself too. Real quick, we had a a student, her name is Peyton, Mm -hmm. and back when she was three, it was back, I think it was her first year, and they wore the little black and pink costume. I have a picture of her somewhere. But she asked me, Miss Amy, can we do pit pop? (laughs) <laughs> I said, yes, absolutely, we can do pit pop. Yes, pit pop. Yes, so um, so cute. <clears throat> yes, so they, those little ones, they love. Now they're funny to watch. Try to do hip hop. Oh yeah, they're, they're so cute. Oh my yes. gosh, I love it. Yeah, they're living life. Love it. So going on to training when it comes to hip hop, I know that, and I know this differs from studio to studio, but personally, our dancers train with hip-hop just as much as they do mm-hmm. their yes. their jazz contemporary ballet right. whatever um other genres so what's what are your thoughts on that well i think that you know differs from studio to studio because you may have more of a ballet based studio right you know and and they may they may bring a hip-hop piece to competition for fun you know what i'm saying right because Absolutely. They, that's the thing they may bring go oh we get to take a hip hop piece to competition. Yeah. I'm so excited, but they don't train in it like we do. Right? You know what I'm saying? So, and that's fine. And I love that they actually are stepping out and doing that. Absolutely. Um, because it's just like I said, it's just making them grow as a dancer. But uh, you know, you may have tap heavy studios right. or a hip hop heavy studio uh, and contemporary. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel. But yeah, I think I think I think any training is is good training. Just keep moving. And there's so many things we don't know about our body. And with movement, the more you move, the more you're going to learn about your body. Right. And, I mean, that goes for yoga. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I'm going to learn stuff about my body if I go to hot yoga. Right. So that I didn't know. So it, it's the same concept. Yeah. I agree with that. I will add, you know, it, like, let's say, you know, a ballet-based studio takes a hip-hop for fun and, and they want to only spend 30 minutes a week, an hour a week on their routine and put it in the rep category and whatever – that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But then just if you want to t- 
take it more seriously and maybe put in the advanced category or even you're in the inter intermediate category, um, I, I feel that you should be training, especially if you're bringing a more advanced piece to the stage, you should definitely be spending as much time mm -hmm. in that genre as you are your other genres that you're bringing to the stage too. Yes, yes. Um, I feel like sometimes hip hop uh, dances are kind of an afterthought. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, we're taking X jazzes, mm -hmm. X contemporaries, X lyricals, X taps, and hip hop. Mm -hmm. And I just encourage, you know, just to spend mm -hmm. as much time on your hip hop piece as you are everything yes, else. Because you will become a better dancer. Because no, you will become a, a better dancer. Nothing to do with the score, nothing to do with the placement, whatever. Right. It's going to make you a better jazz dancer. It's going to make you a better contemporary dancer. It's going to make you. And then from there, you can start becoming a fusion dancer where you're fusing styles together. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's all about growth. It right. really has nothing to do with the placement or the score. Right. I don't care about that. At mm -hmm. the end of the day, I want to know how much you're growing. Mm -hmm. so. And, you know, there have been pieces that have come across the stage that we've judged and, you know, they've had their hair in a bun and they've had tights or, you know, tight-fitting costume and rhinestones. And it's not that I didn't care for it. It's just my style. I'm a baggy clothes person. Right. Okay. So I may see those pieces. If they're having fun. Right. And they're committing 110%. Absolutely. I have no problem with that. Absolutely. Because I'm like, you just made me feel good. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So yes. it's all about what you're feeling and projecting that onto us, right. um, you know, because you're selling something. Mm -hmm. Every time you get on that stage, you're selling something. Mm -hmm. Do I want to buy it? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If they will just do more training and literally if it's just groove across the floor right. and you can start with a simple step touch, right. a step touch, step touch, step touch. Now add your shoulder, step touch, step touch. You've still got that foundation of step touch. Step touch. Now build off of that. Use your shoulders. But shoulder, what, shoulder, shoulder, head roll. Shoulder, 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 head roll. You know, right. add a grapevine. What rhythm are you going to bring? add to that? What texture are you going to add to that? Exactly. What, you, what style are you going to add to that? And and that kind of brings me to my next point, um, movement or groove classes. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great way to, even if your schedule doesn't allow it, just holding movement or groove master classes. Mm -hmm. Yes, like and, and doing the I call them hip hop progressions like you were just talking about the step touch or, or whatever mm -hmm. kind of structuring that class as you would a jazz progression across the floor you know um, strut strut bot mod treble pirouette to the floor calypso whatever your jazz progression is kind of structure it the same way where you start off with a step touch mm -hmm. or a bounce or a walk four or whatever mm -hmm. but take hip hop moves and structure it into a progression and then build from there like you were saying and mm -hmm. I think that's a that would be a, a great movement or groove class doing hip-hop improv mm -hmm. um so go ahead and my thing is you know these students who are uncomfortable doing this or they maybe their 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 rhythm is challenging right you know um they have a hard time with groove if they will take it home mm -hmm. and work on it mm -hmm. by themselves. Mm -hmm. They will come back that next week a different dancer. Yeah. You cannot leave the studio and leave it, and at, leave the it studio. at the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you leave it at the studio, it's going to sit there. Yep. And you have to be consistent. Yep. Consistency is key. You've got to take it home. So if you feel uncomfortable in your class doing something, take it home in front of your own mirror. Mm -hmm. And 
as much as you video yourself doing TikTok dances, right. that's how much time you need to be putting in to getting better exactly. and working on your movement and groove. Yes. And if you will do that, you will definitely be a better dancer a lot faster. Yes. So, yes. you know, that's what they, they've got to turn around this. i got to learn this TikTok dance. You know what I'm saying? Right. To, I've got to learn this groove that we did in class today. Yes. Because Absolutely. I'm not taking the TikTok dance. My studio is not taking this this, this particular millionth view TikTok routine <laughs> right. to the stage. To the stage, yeah. <laughs> What's more important here? You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not saying don't do it. Any any dancing is, is great, you know, but spend more time on you mm-hmm. and what you've learned in class. Right. That's the thing. They, sometimes the they leave it. Yeah. And they don't pick it back up till next week. Same thing with stretching. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I so, don't. yeah, I, I could go off for 30 minutes talking about that. Right. But, Okay, well, I believe that's going to wrap us up for today. Um, You know what? No, we're not. We, so, I'm so sorry. Let me backtrack. Rewind. Um, We do, we do have a QA and a on our Instagram. So, if you go to, let me pull it up here, off the stage pod on Instagram, Mm -hmm. off the stage pod, uh, you can follow us. We have our link tree in our bios to where you can listen to us on Spotify or Apple. We also have a Q&A and a guest request form. Um, so on our Q&A, we'd like to do some Q&As at the end of each episode. You can submit that. You can submit it anonym- anonymously if you'd like to. Um, and if there's not an option to be anonymous, just leave it in the comment that you would like to remain anonymous and we'll keep you a secret. But um, we did get a question, and it is, do you think that judging has changed the way you teach? So do you want to go first or me? Yes. Uh, you can go first. I think I usually go first for some reason. No, that's okay. Um, I think I'm usually talking, and then I hand it off to you. Okay. Um, so yes, absolutely, it has. I believe that I've become more detail-oriented. Um, because I'm looking at details for 14 hours a day on the weekend. Then I go back the next day to class and my mind is still in that detail oriented state. And then also I come, I go back inspired because I see beautiful choreography all weekend, Mm -hmm. unique choreography, originality. I see different styles of movement. Um, so yes, I, I definitely, it's definitely changed the way that I teach and I've definitely grown so much from judging, um, from being inspired to being a more detail oriented teacher. I think those would be my, my two major changes. Mm -hmm. What about you? Yes, I, I believe it has definitely changed the way that I teach. Um, I'm very blessed to have this job. Absolutely. Um, and you know, I just thank the Lord uh, for you know putting that in in my lap and it, it's just so blessed to be able to do it and it's literally from the most recreational dancer to the most advanced dancer everywhere in between in between is a blessing mm-hmm. because you learn something from every single one of those children Absolutely. every single one of those solos duos trios and groups um and it has you know, it's almost like I'm not as scared for my groups to get up there. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I used to be like, oh my goodness, what, 
are we doing this right? Are we doing that? And, and I'm not. I'm more no. relaxed. Yeah. And I tell my dancers now, and I, I use judging, and I know they probably get tired of it, but I'm being taught. Uh-huh. And I'm learning consistently uh-huh. while I judge. So yes. as a teacher, you don't get taught anymore right. a whole lot. Um, but by judging, we're being taught. Mm-hmm. So I love that because you're just getting more knowledge. But I tell my students, I can't sit here on the weekends and judge kids and tell them to do this and let you get away yeah. with certain uh-huh. things. Uh-huh. So you've got to, and you've got to meet me halfway, kids. Right. Um, I cannot right. do it. I can show you how to do it. I can tell you how to do it, but I can't, can't do, do it for you. you. It's got to come from you. Yep. Um, and I, I think a lot of these kids don't reach, they don't know the potential they have. And these are the these are the students that we've judged, uh, kids that we've judged, and even our students, they don't realize the potential that they have and the level that they can reach. Mm-hmm. So that's why I just, I, I don't know. It's just, um, it's, and it's very interesting to see these teachers, what they put on stage. A lot of times I think, God, I wish I'd have thought about that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yep. I love that. Yep. There's been production numbers where I have said, I feel like I should have bought a ticket to this. Yes. This is unbelievable. Yes. But then there are the tinies. Oh my gosh. Oh. That I wish could come back every hour on the hour. Yes. Yes. Just for refreshment. Just for the because comedic the, relief. Oh my goodness. They are absolutely hilarious. And if we would all just put a little bit of that in our souls, uh-huh. we would be much better people and much happier people. I would much rather watch the tinies yes. over the best senior <laughs> advanced. Like, no, nothing against those senior advanced because no, they no. are they are killer. But you know what I'm get, saying? You're I just mean, in awe. Give me the tinies. Yeah, but the tinies are just, they're out there. You, you see, you teens, you seniors, you juniors, you need to watch the tinies, tinies. and you need a little bit of that in you. Yep. Because that's the performance and the that a lot of kids too. Are. Yes, yeah, in the minis, yes. Oh but they're, they're just out there to have fun. Oh, yeah. We don't care if our toe is pointed. Absolutely. But we, we are looking good. We look we are, good. We are jamming. And we're having fun. And we're living our best life out there. Absolutely. And you can't tell us anything. No. So, yeah, we've we've learned so much. We've been so blessed to do this. And it's so much fun. It's just, it's not work. It's so much fun. And my eye goes to things maybe that it didn't mm-hmm. used to go to. Yes. And two, you yes. can see our routines. We see it over and over and over, and we may miss mistakes. Right. But sitting there in the judge's chair, you see something once and only once, uh-huh. you catch a lot of stuff. Right. So, you know, teachers bring someone in else in to watch your routines to help clean mm-hmm. because you just may be missing things yep. um, that you think you're catching. But, I mean, you've watched it a thousand times. Mm-hmm. There's going to be things that you've missed. You yeah. know, you're, I mean, it's just like hearing the same song over and over. Right. You know? like, right. So, anyway. But, yes, I, I think I think it has definitely changed the way I teach. Awesome. Well, now. That, that was a long explanation. I'm no, so that's good. That that's great. You need a timer and be, and be like, oh, Stop. oh, you got to be quicker now. <laughs> got to be quicker now. Oh, you got to be quicker now. <laughs> Run out of time there, Mom. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think that does wrap us up. Now. Okay. Okay. Yes. Time, time's up. Time's up. <laughs> I'll work on that. No, I'm just can, kidding. Can I say one little thing? Please do. Um, last episode. Last episode. I'm not sure if you remember, but I touched on the subject of goats. Oh my god. Do you remember that? You know, 
Vaguely. Vaguely. Okay. Well, Vaguely. I, t- I touched on how much I love goats. Uh-huh. I just wanted to uh, tell our, our listeners, uh-huh. not our viewers. No, yeah. Our we, listeners. Our listeners. I, they're not viewers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, one of our students, Alexia, uh-huh. brought me in a stuffed goat. Yeah, she did. Because I said, bring me goats. And uh-huh. this little girl, she delivered. She delivered. She delivered. Physically delivered. Physically delivered. I'm going to put the uh, picture on. Facebook, but anyway, I just wanted. We can to put it on our Instagram as well. Okay, yes, yeah, we'll yes. put it on the off the pod. Instagram. Yes, so um, I just wanted people to know that I did actually receive a goat this week. Uh, snaps for Alexia. I'm bringing this Amy a goat, and um, we also did find out how much they are for when you you live inside city limits right now. So when you move outside of the city limits one day, mm-hmm. we have found out how much they are so that you can actually buy one. They're like one hundred and fifty dollars. It's I thought goats were like five hundred thousand dollars. Well, some of them there are show goats, you know. Stop it. Oh, there's a whole different. Oh, I could go. Women might need a goat episode. No, I'm just teasing. But yeah, I mean, if you go into like a show goat, you may go up to that much. Yes, but didn't know that was. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, but yes. So thank you, Alexia, for bringing the goat. Um, that is our mascot. A goat is our mascot. You know, a goat stands for greatest of all time. So I do know that. Yes. So anyway, just wanted to tell our view, our black listeners, that I did receive a goat. She got a goat, y'all. My my wish was granted. She got a goat. Thank you, Alexia. <laughs> well, thank you so yeah. much, so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We will be back next week. Yes. And we will see you there. This has there. been fun. Thanks. Be yes. Thanks, guys. Okay. Bye. Bye. bye.